This episode of Says Who... It's brought to you by you. Whoa. Yeah. It is. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where, where every... every Sunday you can, you get a bonus episode. Yeah, it's true. I'm doing, I'm doing you, Dan. How's my impersonation? I mean, I guess it's fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, where every Sunday you get a bonus episode. Every Sunday for all of time. And if you, that's for $5 a month and for $5 more. You get, you join our sticker club where you get an exclusive sticker every month. It's true. It's true. All that. Five bucks, ten bucks, patreon.com slash says who. I cannot stress this enough, Dan, books. Um, Books. They're just things that you read. I've written a bunch of them and I have... I have so much more writing to do, Dan, but I'm in the middle of the farming process where there's so much kind of um, farm This is just you playing Stardew Valley, isn't it? It's just, Dan, I I was going to, I'll describe this later. No, I'm going to describe it now. I I was like, oh, I don't want to get those updates for Stardew Valley because everyone says it's just a boring sex island. And then I realized that I had, that that is not something anybody said but that I must have dreamed, like I must have heard that in a dream and then just assumed that that was good. And then I was like, oh, well, that's also a very frightening commentary on the nature of my dreams right now. But um, I'm very excited about all the books coming out this year, but there's just also a lot of, you know, work. There's Corella's coming out in about a month. And then the Box of the Woods, 15th of June. Love it. It's coming, Dan. Thought it was like the ninth of June. Did it move? No. Or have I lost my mind? I think you may have lost your mind. I mean, that's entirely I reasonable. Think it, now you're making me question myself. I don't know. I'm looking. I mean, thought it'd be it was weird a single to, digit. It no. Also, the ninth of right. June is a Wednesday, and that books well, always come out on Tuesdays. Why not do something different? Did you Did you all know that the books come out on Tuesdays? That's a, that's a fact. It's true. Anyway, books. And maybe you want some stuff. Maybe you want stuff from us. Maybe you want things, too. We have stuff and things at merch.sayswhopodcast.com, like our new for 2021 Count the Sparkles merchandise. And if you are a 5 or $10 a month Patreon, you get a monthly discount. The March discount just dropped. It's there waiting for you as a Patreon uh, update, and you can use it to get yourself some things. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Woo! Maureen Johnson, it is March. Yep. It is March. It is March. It is March. We have Super Tuesday. What? Super Tuesday. We're going to find out uh, probably. What? Wait. Who the presidential nominee is going to be for the Democrats. I'm excited. It is March. Super Tuesday. Here we go. Dan. Here we go. Dan. Super mm-hmm. Tuesday happened last year. I don't. Nope, that was not the case. It is happening today, tonight, as we record March 2020 Super oh. Tuesday presidential election coming at you, Dan. Hmm. I'm gonna need you to just take a little hit the pause button for a second. Okay. And I want you to go to your calendar app on your on your phone or your All computer right. and have yep. a look. Okay. Yeah. What, is it, March. What, is, what does it say? 
March. Says what, it's March. What year? It says it's, it's a weird thing is it says it's March 2nd, but it's definitely Tuesday. But what year Super is it? Super Tuesday what, is on March 3rd. Right. So my calendar app's wrong. What about the year, Dan? Year says 2021, which right. doesn't, that seems, man, my calendar's fucked up, Maureen. Okay. I was afraid of this. Dan, it's, um, huh. it is 2021. No. It's 2020. March 2020. Do you, Dan? March 2020. I want you to close your eyes for a second. Yeah. And I'm going to say a couple words to you. Okay. Birds. Mm-hmm. Indoors. Mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Homeschooling. Nope. Zoom meetings. Hmm. Quarantine. Hmm. Deliveries. Oh. Masks. Hmm. Lysol. Vaccines. Is any of this? No. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Oh, dad, 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 dad. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's just, just, just skin, just skin, just skin. Yeah. So what do you think about Mayor Pete? Probably going to win. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. I don't know why I leaned into that eye so much. I don't know either. That's what I'm doing now. How are you, Maureen Johnson? It is actually March. Fine. (laughs) I don't I'm I'm like, I'm I'm aggressively meh right now. Um. The last couple of days I've been feeling very meh, like, and then I felt kind of physically meh yesterday. I had a very long night the night after after last. I just wasn't feeling well. Yeah. And I was up every hour on the hour. And I just didn't feel very Oof. good. Yeah, it's just one good. of those it was just one of those nights that's like ugh. It's one of those lousy nights. I've just been feeling a little uh over the last I couple think of days. That every single human is feeling uh March is a real kick in the fucking face, I would say. Now you say that, but I also really look forward to March because that's the days are about to get longer in uh, 11 days. I mean, I get that in like there's. Yeah, it is. And I really are above freezing and we've been above like all of that. But just this to me, it is the real. Deep set realization that it has been a year now. Well, you not know? quite yet. We have to get to the, you know, well, all, you know, we are in, in the, the month that is the year. At this point, there are people listening to this very podcast that have been inside for a year. You and me might be another week and a, and a day or mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. but uh, there are absolutely people that are that have been safety at home or whatever the fuck they called it back in March yeah, for safe, a year. Safe at home. I mean, safe uh, at home, safer yeah. at home. Is that what it was? Something. I don't even remember. Janice last night was like, do you remember? I had completely forgotten that 
uh, groceries were so hard to come by early on that we were like rationing the five-year-old's milk. Oh, yeah. He was, allowed, he was allowed one milk a meal, oh. two on Fridays. And that was like the big day. And I had, I was like, oh my, like, it was like everything came rushing back. Remember how, like how hard it was to get a grocery delivery scheduled? Yeah. I remember the first one I finally successfully scheduled. I did so by waking up at three in the morning and scheduling it. I, I was trying to get my parents set up and I was going through every possible system trying to get them groceries. It was what yeah. I did a lot of the days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a look in this little, do you see this little notebook? This is I my- do. Journal notebook. This is Huvia. We have our cameras on we today, cameras so on. we are Let's able to see look. each other. It's going to go back to. Here we go. Is this March? Did I not mark it? How do it? you have one notebook that goes all the way back to March? I'm only able to fit about three months into my notebooks. A lot of them are spreads. So, like as you can see, this is the February oh, man, spread from that. last year. Which was an, like a, it was notes for what was going on each day. This was my new, this was January. So it was no. like, and then you get to February, and then February, and I'm just flipping a page. I'm only taking the time to do this because it's, um, then we get to, then we get to March. And you can see it just stops, drops off. It stops on the 22nd. Yeah. Um, Finished office, wrote some anxiety, but very good PM is the last kind of note I made. I wish that instead of PM, it was BM and that you were actually tracking all your bowel movements in your notebook. I started actually taking notes on what was happening each day on March 16th. First of Oscar's work from home days, restaurants and bars shut down this evening. First report of a local case. And then I put the address of the building. Concentration bad. We kept waiting for news. Upbeat in the evening, though need to maintain offline time. It's for sure getting weird. (laughs) Some of the things I wrote down at that time. (laughs) It is. Because we were going into the New York Thunderdome period. And yeah, it you was, really were. We were in early Thunderdome times. Yeah. It is exciting to know that now this March we're um, we're we're not there, but we're trying to bring a little of the spirit of that back by making our own variant here in New York. Yeah, y'all are doing it. Yeah. A little homegrown, a little homebrew. Home. Mm-hmm. We have it's a nice. new, we have our very own variant. Um, I don't want to brag. Well, we um, don't have one, so that you know. I think accounts for about 25% of the cases here now. Oh, good. Perfect. Nice. But Dan. Yeah. My mother got her first shot yesterday morning. My mother got her first shot on Friday. Wow. Yeah. And uh, your father, I think I saw, you've got him scheduled. Is that right? Saturday. That's awesome. We had to do my mom first because of her medical condition. So she had to be scheduled in a hospital. Oh. Uh, But uh, it was fine. She had to stay there for two hours. So she had to sit there with her many masks on in the corner of the waiting room, just waiting around. She was fine. Fun. Good. Uh, but then my dad can kind of go in and normally just get a shot and go home. So, yeah. So yeah, my I'm, mom went to a Walgreens and got it. I would I would love. Yeah. Just she just has a, she's had some severe reactions to vaccines in the past. OK. But it's she be- was all good. 
you know, she hasn't had one in a while. It's because when she was in nursing school, they used to give them tetanus shots whenever they got uh, like um, stuck with anything. Okay. They I used thought you to, were going to just be like, just for shits and giggles. It it felt like that. They injected them constantly. So she needed a booster one time when I was a baby and the doctor gave it to her and then she just went down. Whoa. I think it went in. I don't know if it was anaphylaxis, but it was something like that. Okay. And they had to immediately get the big needle and shoot her up with adrenaline to kind of bring her back. And ever since then, we're just very, very careful with my mom and injections. So that's why so she what gets happens them. when you go to... Rusty Nail Nursing, LLC. They just was were like, oh, you, you saw a staple? Well, and they would stick them. And she's like, oh, yeah, we had them constantly. Wow. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Not so much. Yeah, it um it is a real relief to have parentals and others. I'm, I am relieved every time anyone I know has gotten the vaccine. And I know a fair number of people now. Oh, yeah. Between... It seems- educators and various neighborhoods that are being kind of like, you know, fast tracked. And yeah, I, I, I suddenly I'm like, maybe there's one coming my way soon. Yeah. I think we're, uh, Oscar's a little bit more, it's going to be the fall where I'm like, I don't know. I think it's going to be like June. My gut is still like July now. Which is up from good. originally. I was like, it'll be September. So, but I, let's 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 have a little good news. We got to see footage of those trucks of the Johnson and Johnson oh, vaccines man. rolling out. I feel like I, I wish we shit. could go back and tell us from last year that it wouldn't be one vaccine, it wouldn't be two, it wouldn't be three, it wouldn't be four. It's like five or six. Yeah, I mean, it's three approved in the U.S., but mm-hmm. there are other ones. There's Oxford else. in the U.K., and there's yeah. there's another one. I can't remember where it's at, but there's at least four. Uh, oh, there's, one. I mean, there's the Russian one, which actually is very good, considering that they basically were like, yeah, this is probably a vaccine, and it turns out <laughs> it worked. Um, there's a Chinese one. There's, yeah, there, there are a bunch. But here in the U.S. now, with Sunday's approval of Johnson & Johnson, there are three Johnson and Johnson being a one and done. Yeah, it's a one and done that doesn't have to be kept at, you know, Mr. Freeze temperatures. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be a little easier to distribute. Yep. I think you can just keep it in a fridge. Yeah. No, totally. That's awesome. They should commission like ice cream trucks at this point. Just drive around. Oh, I would totally run to the to the vet. Right. Oh, guys, guys. Guys, the they should make a vaccine theme. Yeah. I'd do it. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, the vac. Come on, everybody. Get your quarters. The vaccination truck is here. Yeah. Oh, you don't so... even need a quarter. So... Just bring your bare sleeve. So good news past us. They they did crack it. They did. The vaccines did happen. Yeah. I mean, that's Bunch the of... thing. It is remarkable, really. Like, I remember the at the time, the basic rule of thumb was like the fastest this might happen is 18 months, you know, Mm -hmm. and here we are 12 and, uh, there are, there are many people shot in arms. I mean, 50 million people in the U S now have gotten at least the first dose, which is awesome. So that's cool. It is cool. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get there someday. It's cool. I mean, I'm good. I was saying to some colleagues yesterday who, um, 
they're in California and California's just changed up their requirements and now they're all going to be able to get them and have already got things scheduled. And they were like, sorry. And I was like, it's cool. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a hang back. I'm Look, fine. It's fine just, in here. Let all, everyone get them. I'll yeah. get one when, as soon as somebody says, well, maybe you, I'll be like, cool. I'm here. A lot of people, um, I'll I rip might, the sleeve off my arm. My concerned friends have been like, hey, are you, it's possible I'm eligible here in New York. Okay. I'm sort of, I don't know. Um, yeah. Honestly, if I went in, I could, I could in good conscience sign myself up because I technically have something that's listed on the, on the list. Well, there so you, you go. Except I don't really think I count. Um, I don't really get sicker than other people. I don't but think. that's fine. I don't, I'm, I don't want to jump my turn. So. But if, but if you qualify. It's your turn. I don't, I don't in my heart think I qualify. Okay. I think that I qualify on the technicality, but here's what I'm going to do. I have to go to see the doctor in a week. Yeah. Because they have to do um, cardiac checks because of a medication I take. Yeah. And I'm not asking, but if the doctor says, have you been vaccinated? I think that you should put yourself forward. Like you're, you qualify, go get it. Yeah. Then I will go get it. You could also ask. It's okay to ask. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, herd immunity is what we want. No, I know. Everything else is just uh, is just about you all, know, distribution. All the elderly people, all the people with asthma or cancer patients, they haven't all gotten it yet. So, right. I'll wait till I'm told. But I have I because I have a a neurological slash autoimmune issue that might that is on the. I have something that's like, it's just a question mark, Dan. I just don't know. So if the doctor says, go get it, I'll go get it. Or I'll at least go. make that effort to go wherever it is we go. I believe there's like racetracks or um, they've opened a racetrack. And I think the Javits Center is probably where I would end up going. A colleague of mine just made an appointment at Six Flags Magic Mountain. What? Yeah. A lot of the theme parks, the parking lots and things are being used in California for. Dan? Uh, yeah. I just mm -hmm. had a brilliant idea. What? Are you ready for this shit? I am. Disney World. Yeah. You get on the Haunted Mansion. You're all masked. Yeah. You ride the ride. Then as you're slowly coming around. I love a it. A ghost jabs you on the way out. And then the then the three ghosts wave you out and you get out, come out vaccinated. Perfect. It's How? perfect. They should do that. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, all of them. You get a little, you, I think you get jabbed on the way into that and then you get a nice boat ride. <laughs> I just want to now imagine all of the rides as vaccination, like the teacups. Ooh, I love it's it. a very hit or miss one. That one's a little harder. You might get two, you might get zero. We don't know. The, um, the big Epcot ball, Spaceship Earth, would be mm. a really good one because the load and unload platform is a rotating circle but the people on the circle are rotating with it so that they are they are stationary in relation to you that would be very easy oh i'm also thinking that maybe the only way to get me to ride space mountain is they say okay maureen <laughs> you get the shot at the end of space mountain that's the only way it can be done because we need to get your adrenaline up there you and go. then it works better and i because there's no other way you're getting me on space all right i'll get the fucking space mountain Get on there and get my jab. I love it. And then you come I love out, it. You get a Dole Whip at the end that says, and the cup says, I just got vaccinated. Uh, Dan, what if we get to go to Disney World this year? It's not 
I I have allowed myself the occasional brain dalliance that it might be possible. Largely, I feel like I have to lock my brain up and be like, you're just here right now. Right. But uh, but I have definitely I would say the the latest the latest vaccine news stuff has made me be like, hmm, what does the end of the year look like? I think it looks pretty good, Dan. Though I do have to stop myself occasionally because this time last year I was like, by the fall, we'll get this sorted. That we don't have a fucking chaos engine running the show. Were, I, were you really saying that, Dan? Yes. What? I, uh, yeah. I, when we were in lockdown, we booked, uh, we, we signed Janice up for the fall Disney run mm. and we booked a room and it was sort of done in the like, well, Maybe this will happen if if it's going to happen this year. This is far enough away that it would it seems within the realm of possibility. Uh, but like we didn't book flights. Right. It was also like, well, we'll be able to cancel all of this. And uh, of course, we did. We did cancel all of it. But I have been trying to make myself. Feel like this year is actually different than last year. I think that's important. You know, it's definitely different. Yeah. I mean, the vaccines alone are are a big part, but also the fact that there is real competency running shit now. I think I think we can just say it that everything's fixed. Everything has been fixed. Well, I don't know if I would go that Everything's done. Maureen Johnson. We did it, everybody. We Mm. did it. Everything Mm. is better now. But let's talk about some other things that have been going on, Dan, because Sesuvians, they know. They know some stuff is happening. It's true. Should we discuss your shitbag governor? <laughs> Speaking of things a year ago. Okay, let's want to because I have to yeah, go ahead, Dan. Just do it. Just how fucking times have changed for that dude. Right? Like he was the he was the spokesperson of the early COVID times. Mr. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Andrew Cuomo now suddenly multiple people accusing him of sexual harassment and being a, a, a true shitbag. There's now people calling for his uh, for him to step down. It's wild. What a, what what a difference a year makes with that fucker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you know, we were watching the Cuomo versus De Blasio wars here, so that was obviously a good time for us. That really was like right now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was constantly. Cuomo was like De Blasio, I'm gonna shut, I'm not gonna shut it down yet, and Cuomo be like. I'm the fucking governor and I say when you fucking shut it down and I'm going to shut it down. And then de Blasio was like, I got to go to the gym. And then everyone's like, stop going to the gym. And then Cuomo's like, I can bench press uh, 550 pounds. I've got teeth that are like kitchen cabinets. Look at me. <laughs> and then de Blasio's like, ah, I want to keep the restaurants open and make a bunch of rules that make no sense. And 
I think that I, as if I remember it correctly, when we actually shut down, and my notebooks will probably have it, um, we had this weird rule in place that was, we're going to shut down, but we're going to shut down and we're going to shut down the bars in like five days or something. And so everyone's like, drink, drink, drink. <laughs> and so everyone, it was crazy because it was kicking off. Right. And instead of shutting them that night, they're like, we're going to do it. But first, everyone go out. Well, and it was fucking St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So it was like extra. Everyone get their last shots of green beer. And then, uh, pretty much two weeks after that, the ultimate spike started to happen here. Yeah. And I don't even remember how many cases we had at our at our highest. But it was... I mean, the thing that's funny is now you look at it and it's like, oh, look at that modest little spike. But um, but it was... I think it was all the death, Dan. It right. Was a... Well, it was the death. That's the thing. Like the cases, you all... I there saw... were no tests. I it saw was just more than people one would neighbor. get tested and then fucking die I... or they would just die. I saw more than one neighbor going out in yeah. ambulances. Jesus. I saw it a lot. Jesus. All we could do because all the dog parks were shut and it, we were just stuck at home. So I just walked the dog for like an hour, an hour and a half, more or less in circles in the middle of the afternoon to tire her out. Yeah. It was what I did. And <sighs> I would just walk around the neighborhood in these loops and I would see ambulances pull up. And after a while, I was like, oh, I'll, I guess I'll turn and go the other way because they're about to bring out some COVID patients. Oh, and that God. was just how I just navigated the neighborhood after a while. Also, that is at, fucking grim. The marker, I don't mean to bring you guys down, but the marker was, at first it was ambulances all the time, like all night long, all the time. And then suddenly there were just no sirens. They just stopped. They just stopped with the sirens. Oh, wow. I think partially because the traffic was so far down because there were no cabs. There was no like, right. the traffic was just, the roads were actually quiet. Right. I mean, I remember, this is wild. I'm having a lot. This is a memory This is memory time. I live literally in the middle of New York City. I don't live in a suburb or far out. I live in right. Manhattan, um, which is a pretty loud place. And I was walking her one evening, and I remember thinking, this is like a suburban street. That is wild. There were no cars. It was just quiet. Yeah. And I, I was just sort of looking around going, oh, there's just... There's nothing like there's it's just very peaceful. It was like a nice kind of pleasant evening and it was super quiet because there was nowhere to go. And so nobody came out. That is the, fucking wild. The only kind of people you really saw were um, people in scrubs going in and out of the hospital. Wow. It was nuts, Dan. It was real Oof. bad here, which is yeah, yeah. why I was in a constant state of um, I was constantly having a rage stroke. Yeah. At, you know, reasonable. people that were like, oh, it's no worse than the flu. And I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to come to your house. Uh, and um, I'm not going to come in because I don't want to make you sick, but I am going to stare in your windows at night. And every time you look up or you're going to hear these weird rasping noises outside, it's just going to be me looking in your fucking windows, you yeah. fucking chuck nuts. The wildest thing about the fucking no worse than the flu pieces of shit is now that we are through the last flu season, 
we have discovered that basically we did not have a flu season last year. I'm fine. I just choked on water. You saw me drink. I did. I saw. I saw. I have visual confirmation that you are. I was drinking water. Choking on water. Congratulations. Congratulate me. Congratulations. Mm. You're unable to swallow correctly. Thank you. Um, we basically didn't have a flu last year. So for all of the, this is no worse than the flu fucks. Mm. You actually now can compare apples to oranges, which is in a year that fucking 500,000 people died. In the U.S. To, alone, yeah. Compared to what a normal flu season would be in, I think, what, the 20,000s or something like that. Um, you know, the flu is no fucking joke. But last year it was like nothing. Yeah. So the same prevention that essentially eradicated the flu still landed us with a fucking half million dead. Yeah. So fuck all the flu people. But how bad would it have been if nothing had shut? Right. Right. I mean, that's just a whole mental exercise to do is all the people that were saying don't shut down. And to this day, some of those same people thinking, here's my favorite, Dan, my absolute favorite. I tell you about the Facebook person I study, the one I keep. I actually got I actually got rid of her because it was damaging my mental health. And I realized it was it was my problem not hers because she is what she is. And my, yeah. my constant studying of her was not doing good things for me. But, and I think this is what did it for me. The day she said that she had proof that masks did nothing because I, and forgive me if I've told this story before, but this story is like the eighth wonder of the world. to me. <laughs> oh no. She said she went to her son's hockey game, like uh, an indoor, indoor yeah. hockey game. And she had a mask on. And she said, and I could see my breath. And that's proof that masks do nothing. And I stopped and I just stared into space for like a good 15 minutes. And I, I, I wondered, I said, what, what does she think happens? Does she think that when um, surgeons put on masks and wear, and wear them in surgery for 12 hours that they die? That, that you put on a mask and you don't breathe and you die? Like, what do you think happens? Yeah. She's like, well, it's proof. And everyone tried to explain to her that, well, no, you you continue to be able to breathe. Yeah. But no, she said that was proof. And that, that was the same person that said it was the same as the flu. And that's, that was the same person that put the long theories up about the um, Confederate flag being about angels. So, Dan, you oh, can see why. I'm I, glad that person's out of your life. I'm staring into space again, thinking about it. <laughs> I think about that. Like sometimes when my brain just goes, goes into idle mode, goes into power save mode, that little echoing. And I have proof because I could see my breath. And I'm like, wow. Cause yeah. that also sounds like the kind of dumb thing I would say. Cause I know myself <laughs> and I am a moron sometimes, you know, <laughs> I'm like, ah, I saw my breath. <laughs> and then I would take another second and, and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, but then hmm? Trump reared his head up. He did. It was CPAC this last week. It was. Um, because that's a normal place. They had a giant gold statue of Trump holding a wand. They did. Which it was looks for like, sale for, I think, a million dollars or something like that. 
he was holding a wand like Mickey Mouse when he's dressed as that men- as the wizard. Yeah, you know why not? Like an actual, C-Pack. an actual golden idol. It's basically like Comic Con for the worst people. Mm. There is no equivalent to it on the left. Where was it? What city was it in? It was in Orlando this time because they could get away with actually having a whole, uh, you know, a whole heavily attended conference. They couldn't do it. Normally they do it in the D.C. area. In the Orlando Uh, Convention Center? Yeah, somewhere like that. It was like at the Hyatt or something, because I know there was um, there is now a whole uh, a whole to do because the stage design looked remarkably like a Nazi symbol. And I believe the Hyatt Hotel chain uh, issued a statement basically being like, we didn't see the stage design. This would have been an issue. And um, also everyone was they the the while it's fucking Florida. So, you know, anything goes essentially uh, the actual hotel itself had a mask requirement and people kept flouting it. And the there was sort of a ongoing uh, fight between the everyone at CPAC and everyone working at the fucking hotel. And mm. finally, I believe the Hyatt uh, chain kind of issued a statement basically being like, yeah, this fucking Nazi stage where you don't like that. And also, you know, everyone was really pretty awful this whole time. And so now CPAC has, you know, basically said Hyatt's trying to cancel us. By letting us have a whole fucking convention here. And then we just flaunted their rules. So it's their fault. Mm. Mm. You know how that goes. Who among us, Dan, has not accidentally designed a stage? uh, Here, I will tell you a story, Dan, because I used to work in theater. And one of the last shows I worked on in Philadelphia, a proper show, there was a very a real but bad stage designer who designed a stage that was a series of platforms that when you looked at it from above was supposed to be kind of a cat's cradle shape. Okay. So I have kind of a diamond and a like triangle. So the thing is that, which meant that there were some very small junctions uh, on the stage where it was like, there was no stage to step on. Okay. Also, it was a design you could only see from above, which is not ever really a view that the audience gets. Yeah, that seems like uh, unnecessary. And the same person also designed a lot of the set pieces, but uh, in a um, a moment of mental abstraction, as they say, designed some of the pieces um, bigger than the platforms they were going to go on. And hmm. so when we actually say moved on a giant boat, Sure. Moved it onto the stage. It tipped over and fell into the orchestra oh, pit because it was bigger than any of the platforms. And then same for an airplane wing that was supposed to have a tap tap dancing number done on it. And um, it just kept falling over. And eventually someone said, just get rid of it. And so the stage manager and I had to pick it up and sneak around with it all over the alleys of downtown Philadelphia, trying to get rid of a, a fake airplane wing. Um, and eventually I think we left it near someone's garbage. It was not sure. small. Six people could tap dance on it, Dan. So it was it was like we literally left an airplane wing in front of their house. So the stage um, just didn't measure anything? Things go wrong, Dan. And so um, so so you're designing a CPAC stage. And yeah, if you look at it from above, it's a Nazi symbol. But who among us? Yeah. 
I you guess know, just it look- was also sort of not even just from above. <laughs> it was mm. from the actual mm. camera views and things like that as well. I, but, I guess, uh, yeah, you could see it pretty clearly. I, I Yeah. But Maureen Johnson, Donald Trump spoke at CPAC. First speech post-presidency. Mm-hmm. It was boring. That's, that's all. That's what I, I got. He's got no Twitter. I feel like I'd also like to go back to us in March 2020 and say he ha- he's gone. First yeah. of all, he's gone. Yeah. He's got no Twitter. He's been he's been banned. Yeah. So he can't he can't tweet anymore. Yeah. And uh, he just basically sits around down in Florida in his gross club that no one wants to belong to. He's just down there and uh, he's lonely and it's weird. And and then he did say that he might run again in 2024. And everyone's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, the thing that is. Not to downplay the fact that he is still a threat or that the Republican Party has recast itself in his image and are fucking all awful. We are all worse off because of it. But as a actual figure, right, as the sort of lead villain in our story, he is remarkably defanged. Mm. Like, I didn't watch that speech. I saw occasionally people on Twitter being like, wow, he's still going, right? Like, he talked for 90 minutes. I mean, his speeches have always been windy long and rambly and and fairly boring but now it's just like why do i why would i dedicate a moment of my time to this shit there's nothing he can do it's nice turns out deplatforming works really well it works also voting a fucker out of office works really well that helps too uh i don't think we should tell past us about the insurrection (laughs) That we're not might... in. We're not in any emotional state to hear about it. <laughs> that part is, that part is a little harder to go back in time and explain. Yeah, yes. there's a, you guys in the past. There's a lot of weird stuff coming. <laughs> it's probably best we don't mention it. It kind of works out largely. Oh no, everything's fixed now, so it's fine. Um, it's fine. It's I, been you a know, also year. the the Manhattan DA, Cyrus Cy Vance. Is it Cyrus Vance or Cy Vance? I don't Cyrus know. Sasai? Dude, this is your DA. I know. It's on you, not me. Um, well, he's got Trump's taxes. Yeah. Yeah, the Supreme Court let it go. So they they're in there. So we're just biding our time, waiting for those things to leak. <laughs> <laughs> it on, is someone. I am actually truly surprised that they have not leaked already. Maybe they're just being they're like, we cannot taint any we have to make sure these things are. Right. You know, I mean, they... vault 20 feet underground because when we when we come and make our move. Right. If they leak, there is only one place that they could have leaked from. So, right. you know, you would y- y- it would be on you and not uh, you couldn't be like, well, no, hold on this other place. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and uh, former French President Sarkozy, right, just got a. Uh, just got arrested yesterday, and now everyone's like, "Hey, look at that! Check, check can, it out." We can, we can do that. We could do that. That's possible. That's a thing we could do. Dan, do you think he's going to face any um, legal jeopardy this year? 
I am, I think I am a skeptic on all of that, I have to say. I think that it will require a level of political will that I'm not sure exists. Um, Though y'all do seem to have a fairly wily DA. So I think that if it, I think that if it comes down, it will, it would be from sort of a, one of the Manhattan cases that has been brewing forever. Um, But I, I just have a very hard time imagining that there would be a real will to arrest a former president. That feels hard for my head as, as, as fucking deserving as the man is. Right. Feels hard for my head to square. Should we tell past us? Uh, past us had been through one impeachment. We should not tell them about the second. Because <laughs> that involves telling them about the answer. There's a lot of things we got to keep yeah, from us. There's a lot of inter- interlinked things there's now. There's a lot of things we have to keep from ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. The Southern District of New York has been um, sharpening their knives for a long time. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. It, it But... Yeah, I don't know. It's just very, I mean, I'd love to see it. It's just hard for me to imagine that there would be. It's not out of the question, you guys. It's not out of the question. But I mean, I think that that's part of his, part of his real, like, animal instinct skill is constantly, I'm rubber, you're glue kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, this is a man that has basically been saying that he is going to lock up his political opponents since he came on the scene. And so I think that by by making that sort of a given, by by making it that this is an action that is possible to take, makes it more difficult, actually, for people to take. He's very good at that shit. He's very good at muddying the waters and making it more difficult for everyone to swim. It's well, not he- really muddying. He's, he's good at shitting in the pool. He was good at it then, but now yeah. he's got nothing. That's true. He's just hang. He's just hanging his ass out. I want you to imagine a a window of a building, and the window the curtains part down, and the window opens up. The little sash comes up, and then a bare butt comes out, and that's his butt. I don't, his butt. I don't want to imagine nah, that. I want though. you to think about that's it. That's not a his thing I want to think about. I window. don't. No, I don't. I don't. A butt in but every window, then. A mm. button every window. Mm. I just waiting for that final credit sequence with Layla playing the kind of beautiful, you know, the beautiful the the guitar part, and just the credit sequence of them all being, you know, hauled in and oh, give us something nice. We've been through a lot. <laughs> I mean, we were given something nice, and that he didn't get reelected and then we were given something nice and that we all have vaccines in our future. Those are nice things, so Dan, those but are we nice actually things. deserve more. Well, sure. Oh, we deserve a lot more. <laughs> we deserve a lot more. I don't want you to sell yourself short here, Dan. We deserve a lot. Well, I'm good at that, though. I know you are. And I'm here to say, Dan, Dan, you deserve more. Aww. 
You deserve Aww. to see his little bear butt in the window. I don't, but that part feels mm. not like something I want to see. It's part or of anyone legal wants process. to see. Yeah, it's just how that's how the law works. I don't think it. I think I that think you is. might need to brush I up on the law. I'm pretty sure that that is how the law works. Mm. Ted Cruz's little butt hanging out the window. I don't. What is up with, with a little you today? Cocktail no, umbrella sticking nothing. out of it. No. What? Mm-hmm. No. I don't that's want right. that. None of this. Yes. I want none of this. Rudy Giuliani's butt. Oh, yeah, that, Morton that could Johnson. just absolutely happen just for no for no reason. He just oh, somehow definitely. Happened. That's just a walk down. That's the just street. how you make phone calls. A whoopsie. <laughs> Made a whoopsie again. <laughs> Suddenly his pants are around his ankles. I don't think we can tell past us about the um the press conference in front of the uh four seasons landscaping and the <laughs> That one I think I think past us could handle that. I don't think I I don't think there, there. It would be so lacking. It would be so confusing. That the, man, when that was a good day. And just sweating all that gravy off his face. Yeah. And always remember, four seasons total landscaping really happened. What a year we lived, Dan. What a year we lived. <laughs> We're gonna go to Disney World this year, Dan. I like it. I believe that we are, man. And I believe that says Huvia, you should start. Making because if you're not there in in person, you're going to be there digitally, spiritually. Well, you know, emotionally prepare yourself. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And then we'll get a new thing to do, Dan. A new thing to talk about. That's impossible. Yeah, we'll just sit here. It'll be dead air. It'll be like that weird Uh, noise in the background. No, yeah, what is that? You know. One day I heard that noise and it was even louder than that. It was because Trump was flying past my window. Did you flip him off? I did. Good job. I did. It was Marine One going past the window. I like the way you say Marine One because it kind of sounds like you're saying Maureen One. That There are a number of members of my family that can't pronounce my name and would always call me Marine. Marine. And I say it's, I wouldn't say it, but in my head I'd be like, it's Maureen. Like it's just, it's like more. It's the opposite of less. Just yeah. not mer more. I'm not like a mermaid. I'm a more maid, I guess. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm a more maid. <laughs> sure. That's definitely the the least confusing way of explaining that for like, sure is I to like explain how, that you're a more maid. It's, you know, we're very hopeful today, Dan, but we are still inside. And I think that that is also part of our mental. We're still just talking about outdoor things. And you know, another thing I was remembering about this time last year, Dan? What? Is it, there was a, I, this isn't going to sound like the right word maybe at first, but there was almost a quaintness about it. Like, oh, I'll build a thing inside my house to do that. Right. I'll build. Oh, a, yeah. I'll build a little station. Yep. And I'll make it like a thing. Like, oh, this will be a thing. Uh, I'll get a camping table. Flash forward to your label where we lived at that little camping table I bought that has never that went up and has not come down that was not a um I I think the first month it lived behind a chair and then I popped it open and was like well that's just part of our furniture (laughs) I like that you did never you never replaced it with a more uh you know a more robust small table no no No, why not it um because it's still in my head a temporary measure um, 
and it's it's just a it's just the right size to eat and do a couple things at uh because it's not square it's kind of rectangular it's a two-person okay. rectangular sure. one uh but it's just slightly too small for certain board games okay like specifically carcassonne yeah or i was like yeah, I that one. well that one i mean what fucking table really is big enough for carcassonne that shit spreads it, our other table it okay. does spread though, or the floor. We should we should be playing that on the floor. You know what game uh, we started playing? Me and the teen and the five year old actually. He 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 joins one of us. Is terraforming Mars? Have you played that? No, but I've heard of it. It is a lot of fun. I had a lot of trepidation about it generally, let alone also having a five year old as a sidecar on it. But because uh, I thought it was going to be a real sort of like just hit you over the head with a thousand rules and never really getting to fun because you're constantly reading the rule book. But um, it takes a minute to wrap your head around and then it actually becomes extremely fun. And uh, there's enough like counting and little bits that the five-year-old actually stays completely engaged as well. Oh. He's in charge of like all the little counters and stuff for whoever he's playing with. And um. Yeah, we've had a we have had a great deal of fun playing that game these last few weeks. Honestly, highly the, recommended. The game for you guys is Wingspan. It's it's too much for the little one, right. but it really is like he would like looking at the cards. Right. Because every card is a bird and you can learn a bird on every If card. it's a if it's a game that has a job, mm-hmm. then he can do that job. Like if it's a, just... you know, if they're service workers in the game kind of thing where you've got to move X, Y, Z, he's good at that. You move eggs and you move, you, you ro- yeah, so roll your, like your dice in a bird feeder and it rolls out food for the birds. Oh my God. And it, it's so good. And they nest and then you, the birds behave in the way that the actual birds behave. So their special powers are related to the actual things the birds do. That is awesome. He would love looking at all those birds. We have been playing Pandemic Season Zero, The Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, is really good? good. It's really good because it takes place. It's a Cold War spy right. contagion game. It's really good, you guys. I occasionally I'm like, we need to because we got season two, but we never started it. We need to we need to get through season two and then move to season, season zero. Season two is okay. We we started it and did fish, but season zero is really good. All right. All right. See that well. we're talking about games. Yeah, it's GameStop with Maureen and Dan. Wait, that's already a thing. Yeah. GameStop. Dan, it's been a year, hasn't it? It's it has. Really, it's speaking really of games, Maureen. It's really hitting. It's really hitting. Yeah. There's a Stardew Valley board game. It says Whovia has purchased one for you and me. What? Yeah. I'm excited. I did that last week. Sometime it'll show up at your house. But yes, yeah, Stardew Valley board game. That's exciting. That is exciting. I have I already mentioned my dream about Stardew Valley on this call. I believe you opened the opened the show with your dream about Stardew Valley Sex Island. I can't believe we're at the part where I can't even remember what I said. I mean, it was 54 minutes ago. What do you expect? I'm telling you, Dan, I am feeling a little meh this week. Everyone. Everyone is meh this week. I really just. Also, it carried over. It was a rough night, and then it carried over into yesterday. So I had to kind of sleep in the morning because I hadn't slept all night. And then I had no appetite the whole day. So I didn't really eat yesterday. Yeah. So it's just one of the, I'm just like, 
I think, though, that everyone has experienced this. And actually, it was our pal Johnny Sun wrote a tweet that was basically like, this is grief, right? Like grief shows up in weird ways. And we are a year into a process that is that is grieving. We are grieving people we've lost. We're grieving lives that we've lost, you know, like and we are the same way that this episode we have kind of addressed that it's been a year and then moved on and then suddenly we're back in that loop of like Jesus it's been a year um that's where all of us are right now that's where all of us in our heads are right now you know and um even as the news gets better in some respects uh, in terms of the vaccine and and that sort of thing even that can trigger off grief of just like can't let my guard down got to keep heads down you know like and it's yeah, I mean, my sleep in the last week or two has been absolutely worse than it's been in a while. Um, and and have felt very. Meh, I guess sure. I think it is something to do with the the spring signs coming and realizing. Right. Yeah, just that very visceral feeling of like, oh, I'm remembering exactly yeah. This feeling of last year. Although, Dan, I have another kind of confession to make about this. All right. And I think it's not really a confession. It's okay to say how you actually feel about something. That is. a Yeah, that's true. There there's a part of me that's altogether too comfortable with the indoor living. Oh, I feel the same way. And I feel I'm like, I it suits me a little yep. more than it should. Totally. And it, cause it allows me to also avoid all the stuff that I don't, it, it doesn't let me do the stuff I want to do and yep. see people, but it also allows me to not have to do the stuff I don't want 100%. to do. 100%. 100%. And um, that I realized that all of those things, they tie into certain insecurities. Like I love going to events, but also being at certain, like certain events or traveling, like it, it kind of causes anxiety in me. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. had to do any of that. Sure. No airplane ennui, no, um, no certain pressures, no, because I was sick for a long time then a while ago. Right. And then I got in the habit of not going out and I always felt bad because Oscar didn't get to go out as much. Right. But now I'm like, it's not my fault anymore. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I get to say things like, well, we would totally be going out. We'd be dancing seven nights a week. And then I can just snicker up my sleeve and go, we would not be. <laughs> I definitely have times where I am like, what would be different, <laughs> you know, like besides actually going to the grocery store instead of driving to the grocery store right. and having my groceries put in, like most of my weekends would feel very similar to what they feel like now, you know, but um, no, I agree. I think that um, I definitely have had moments where I'm like, "Ooh, I'm good at this. Yeah, I'm really like I, I like it. I like certain aspects of the beat. Like, I love that Oscar's at home all the time. Yeah. I think that's great. Like, I, I've said, like, I don't want the part where you go back to work. Right. Because I really like having you here. Right. Like, I know you want to go back, but I don't want you to. <laughs> so can we make that happen so that you don't go back? Because it's really nice. Yeah. And I, like, I had very less, I had a lot less seasonal effective problems this year. Like I didn't even have to use oh, my sun lamp as much. I just kind of forgot after a while. 
Yeah. Because he's kind of always around. And I felt like just having him around all the time has been great. Oh, he's your little sun lamp. Kind of. Like, because I work on my own. So just having someone around all the time, like, this makes a huge difference. Right. Interesting. Because I, I work on my own. And I've it, it's had a huge impact. That A really positive one that makes me feel guilty. I'm like, oh, I like certain parts of this. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And then I remember that I also like going places. (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, that part would be nice. I would love to go to England, see our friends and family. I'd like to go somewhere warm. Yeah. I'd like to see my friends. I'd like to just take take my computer out to a coffee shop and do a little bit of work somewhere else. Right. Um he had to go and get some immigration biometrics done and he was gone for two hours. And I was like, it was like a kid home from school. I was like, woo-hoo, <laughs> <laughs> Just running around. <laughs> two hours I was by myself. That's the longest I've been. He, he went to the doctor for his immigration physical and he was gone for two or three hours and that was like in September. Wow. But we have not been separated for more than two to three hours since last March. And I love it. (laughs) I am developing real. I'm like the dog. I'm like, how are we going to handle her when people get back on the elevator with us? Because her reactivity is is ticking up then. and It's a real problem. Yeah. But it also means that we're out of quarantine. I can take her back to dog school. That's yeah. So that'll help. So I shouldn't feel bad for liking certain parts of the at-homeness? No. Great. I mean, I don't think you should feel bad for any part. I don't think that a fucking year of forced quarantine and fucking everyone is home and fucking kids are home and all of that, I don't think anyone should really feel bad for anything that they had to do to fucking get by, including enjoy parts of it. It's okay to have been like, hey, you know what? (laughs) This wasn't a hell. Good. That's great. Because for some people it is. Yeah. But anything, any positive that you've mined out of this year is fine. Yeah. It's more than fine. It's more than fine. It's good. It's great. Definitely. What am I doing? Am I in therapy right now? Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it. We just had a breakthrough. And because of that. Says Whovia is brought to you by Blue Apron backslash uh, therapy. We're the therapy in a box. Um. You, I think there is one of those. You order us, and when you open the box, there's a little person in there, and they pop out and they go, "Tell me your dreams." And you go, "Ah, why oh, are you so boy. small?" And you're like, "Oh, terrible medical experiments have gone wrong. Have resulted in a a crop of these tiny, tiny therapists. So you can get one for yourself. Um, they don't eat much. They eat lettuce. Uh, they eat your garbage, and." Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, Dan. It's been a year. In my head, you have now just invented squirrel therapists. You open a box and a squirrel jumps out. It's your new therapist. I'm not against that. Also, I've been watching um, Winter Watch again, my favorite slow TV at a BBC show where the last episode we watched was uh, it extolled the many virtues of rats. So now I'm like, rats are great. Rats are great. I don't have anything against rats. So says who? You get a rat therapist. There you go. Your therapist. You open a box from says who, Blue Apron, 
backslash therapy and a rat jumps out and says, tell me all your problems. There you go. I like it. Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who. We're rolling up on a year of those. Remember when we did been... three three a week? Oh, I think that was one. I think we did, what, five episodes of Says Who the week of election, the election week. <laughs> oh, we were caught... Con- one day we were going to record twice and I was like, no, yeah, no, we have to stop. <laughs> anyway, you do get a bonus episode on Sundays. If you give it the five or $10 a month level at patreon.com slash says who $10 also gets you. You want to see what's in this bag? I guess. I, I mean, interrupted. I, can... I interrupted yeah. your flow. You did. You I want to show you this bag. Okay. This is going to go over well for everyone listening. Well, you just, just describe the bag I'm showing to okay, you. Okay, Maureen is holding a bag that reads flower power, right. herbs, and roots. Right. So it's so this is, I ordered this from a local shop, and then I paid for it, and then they they like, here's your bag. Yeah. So you don't have to go in. And I'm making special, uh, because my, my bathtub is what I refer to as the spa or the okay. swimming pool. So sure. I'm making... Special bath stuff. Okay. Like rose petals. Nice. Lavender. Nice. Dead sea salt. Okay. And then I was I wasn't I just was in a weird mental place the other night. And so I ordered these little um essential oils from Bulgaria to go in the so I'm making a big container then like Okay. One of those ultra big mason jars like that big. Sure. But I ordered what I thought would be plenty of essential oil. And I uh-huh. want to show you these essential. Oh, they're so cute. They they're are. like the size of a, of a, of, yeah, the top oh. of your, tip of your thumb. They are literally the size of my knuckle to the top of my, and I have little tiny fingers. They could not be smaller. Well, they're very essential. And I know that I shouldn't interrupt with that. It's all right. I don't care. It's all right. You keep trying to talk while I put things away in this loud bag. All right. Uh, five or ten dollars a month gets you access to the, <laughs> to the town watch every Sunday. Ten dollars gets you a sticker every month as well. They have all been great, and the March one is about to be real great too. For those of you that just got charged, that will be coming your way shortly. Sign up so you don't miss out on the next one too. Uh, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to go to the fan-run Discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash Says Who Discord. This that is doing a podcast with me like doing a podcast with a fucking five-year-old. Basically, (laughs) you can join us next Wednesday, March 10th. Boy, that's just a few days from the one year for me. That's a real kick in the nuts, isn't it? For for our next episode, from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from a place of gratitude and a place of creativity and um, renewal. Okay. Just thinking about that mask thing again, Dan, about the air coming out of it. Okay. This is 
This has been... Well, you didn't say your name part yet. Oh, do I need a name, Dan? Well, it's nice. It's good to be named. I don't want to differentiate myself from the crowd. Okay. I want to be part of a nameless, faceless mask. Sure. This has been Sis Who. Oh, and I'm Maureen Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I make it so hard for him. <laughs>